Alhamdulillah, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Peace to you. Embody paradise and, and who offer paradise to others. Amin, 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 Allah. We thank you uh, immensely. May, may our whole being be uh, opening in gratitude to you, O oh beloved, O oh you who have uh, created us with the kun, you have brought us forth into life, you have given us this earth, these heavens, the angelic beings to attend to us. You have made plants grow, you have made rivers run, you have made mountains stand firm, touching the heavens, O Allah. You send constant blessings on the, on the believers, the beloveds, O Allah. You who have sent your prophets and mothers into this world to, uh, to instruct us, to guide us, to sanctify us. To, uh, to show us the path, to lead us back to you, O Allah. Uh, you have sent your friends, your great friends, like Musafir Ashki, like Sheikh Noor, like Azreti Pir, all of the Lana Jalaluddin Rumi, all the Ibn Arabi, uh, all your great friends, O Allah, to, to be for us, you have done this for us, and you are constantly uh, sustaining us, feeding us, guiding us, loving us, watching over us, O oh Allah, please give us the, the, the security of being always aware of this, O oh Allah, make us those who are aware, those who are awake to uh, this immense life that you've created for us, O oh Allah, and, and may we always turn and, and follow the paths of your pleasure and, uh, and be engaged in, in activities that, that you love, that, that you have also created for us. And may we be uh, loving each other. Amen. Amen. And, and, and helping each other. Amen. Amen. For you have put us together. You have not created one person in one universe, O oh Allah. Even though each of us is a universe, but that universe is is peopled. That universe is filled to the brim uh, with um, with your creation, with your friends, with your also with your, whom you call your enemies, O oh Allah. And 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 may may your enemies turn to friends. Oh Allah. Sometimes that happens. But you know best, you are the wise one, and we do not presume uh, to know over you, O oh Allah. Uh, may you have given us beautiful minds, beautiful intelligence, and subtle uh, perceptions, O oh Allah, but may, may we not put any of that over your knowing, and may we always uh, come to you and, and, and live our life in the state of uh, Allah hu amin. Allah knows, Allah is the knower. I do not know what Allah has given to us to know is a, is a drop of Allah. But may we carry that drop well. But may we always be humble. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. And you have sent your messenger, you have sent the Quran, your messenger bearing the Quran, emerging from his 40th year in the cave of retreat, O oh Allah, in the cave of his prayer, for he was always drawn to you, he was always turning to you, Allah, and you gave him the Holy Quran for humanity. Oh, we can never thank you enough for that gift. And may the Quran 
uh, always be our, our guide and our, our friend. May it be a, a support to us and um, may, may it speak to us in, in, in beautiful ways and encourage us and inspire us. And we have traversed this Ramadan with the Holy Quran like a golden path that you have had us walk on. Um, receiving the fruits from it and receiving the, the, the warnings from it and the, the good counsel from it, Allah, it is truly a friend. And um, because the, the, the earthly body of Rasulullah, peace be upon him and his family, his community and all the messengers and mothers throughout time, has, his earthly body has passed, although it is still in Medina Munawara, the enshrined there, waiting for the final day. But uh, you have left his, his, his Holy Spirit, you have left his soul in the Holy Quran. So when we approach Quran, we approach Rasulullah. And we are so blessed that Sheikh Noor has come in our time for us from modern humanity to um, to to show a way to to um, to guide us out of the, the labyrinth of of these modern times for they can be very confusing and he has given us the heart of Quran. So for those who are not even able to you know directly read these translations, literal translations, we have the heart of Quran. And we always consult the heart of Quran, even if we enjoy the literal translation, because the heart of Quran is what he says. It is the heart of Quran. And I will read, um, Allah is Allah. We begin with that. My beloved Muhammad, if the Supreme Source, who is now speaking, sent this holy Quran down upon a giant mountain, rather than into the indestructible diamond of your secret soul, the mountain would be obliterated and leveled into dust by the awesome impact of divine power and the unbearable weight of divine meaning. These metaphors are revealed through you by the source of wisdom that humanity may learn to contemplate the awesomeness of Allah Messiah his prophet, and his holy Quran. Allah alone is Allah. There is no reality apart from ultimate reality. Allah alone is the perfect knower of all visible structures and invisible principles. Allah alone is infinite mercy and unconditional love. Allah alone is Allah. There is no reality apart from ultimate reality. Allah alone is the mystical king, all holy, all peaceful, all trusting, all protecting, all powerful, all encompassing, all sublime. The radiant beauty of being streams solely from Allah Most High, who is beyond every possible human conception or description. Allah alone is Allah, the formless source who emanates and evolves all the intricate forms of creation. Allah alone is manifest through the divine beauty of his mighty mystical names. 
the very nature and function of both eternal heavenly being and temporal earthly existence is to praise Allah, who is boundless power and complete wisdom. So that last praise, this is, this is where the friends of Allah uh, extract the, the pearls or the honey and, um, and give us the honey to consume and bring to others. So we don't meant just to keep it for ourselves. We meant to uh, share it and to bring happiness and joy to other beings, uh, not just to ourselves or to our immediate family. Although how precious that is, the very nature and function of both heavenly, eternal heavenly being and temporal earthly existence is to praise Allah, who is boundless power and complete wisdom. Mashallah. So um, as we go forth, we from the Ramadan, the Ramadan, it happens naturally. Allah bestows everything, draws us close, lifts the veils, and we don't have to make much effort, little effort in Ramadan. But as we come out of the Ramadan and we encounter all the complexities of life, the complexities of our culture, of our time, the complexities of this now global society, uh, we need to remember that and, and hold it in, in our heart and, and, and manifest it and remember it in times of difficulty, of stress that we're here to praise Allah. Allah has said, I have created this creation for your delight. I have created you for my delight. Do not, do not uh, weaken or, or damage what I have created for my delight through what I have created for your delight. So such guiding wisdom. So let's not, so we should not become confused. We should not become desperate, despaired. We should not become burdened, overly burdened by what happens in creation. In order to preserve this vessel, this amazing life stream that each of us is, a divine life stream from pre-eternity, and, and preserve it for the beloved, and bring it always to the beloved, and remember the beloved, praise the beloved, and and um, and love each other for the beloved's sake. So that's that's where we return to creation. That's where we return as 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 friends, as caretakers. We return to humanity as compatriots in this world, as servants. Remember that we are servants to relate to each other, even though another might not remember it. If we remember it, that's what's important. That. Um, so to put things in perspective, to use the Quran, to use that balance that Allah has set down, which is um, to balance our, our, our intellect, our understanding, to balance our emotions, to balance our desires uh, versus, you know, just to say balance our desires, balance everything that Allah has given us. In fact, it's so much that to be human is overwhelming. It's, it's a bewildering to be a human being born into the world. This is why we need the sacred traditions. We need a path. We need a guide. We need a community. We need a book. And so 
uh, we need wisdom teachings. Maybe they're oral in other traditions. And we're so blessed. So we have to keep referring to them and uh, balancing, balancing our, our self with the creation. And um, alhamdulillah, to value, give value. So this is one of the, you might say, the, the faults of modern society is that it, it, it does not, in, in many cases, give value to the human being. It doesn't know who the human being is. We don't know who we are. So we have to keep finding ourselves. We have to keep saying, oh yes, that's right. I'm here. Allah created me. Allah own the light. And I'm here to praise and to love, to manifest all the beautiful attributes that Allah has placed in me. And uh, I haven't even, I don't even know them all. My, my life and my eternity is a continuous and will be a continuous discovery. So there's no end. Uh, this is enormous news. There's no end. And it's always deeper. And in the Surah Rahman, how amazing, what an amazing Surah. Deeper and deeper gardens, deeper and deeper green, more and more blessed. It's, it's a continuous journey into the depths of, of the beloved, of the beloved, of the beloved. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. So, so we should take heart, not lose uh, trust in Allah, and not lose uh, faith, in, in, and, and not lose um, perspective. So, inshallah, I'll, I'll read a few hadiths that um, are very um, helpful in this regard. So this is a, a, a beautiful, so these are help to guide us, you know, in, in our every day. I respond profoundly to the prayer. So this is Chabad 70. Allah most sublime revealed. I respond profoundly to the prayer of those who humble themselves before my splendor. So this is, of course, Salat, but it's the inner Salat, really, because we could be doing the outer, as we know, um, and yet uh, not present inwardly. So. All the teachers say we have to be present. It's not salat. It's not just like a coin you put in a bank or something. You have to be. The whole point of salat is to be present to Allah, and maybe to vanish by being so profoundly present. Um, so those who humble themselves before my splendor, and again, this is also the not knowing, you know, by. Uh, this is the humbleness, the realizing that we are servants uh, here to serve, here to praise, uh, and, but that we have, uh, you know, you might say there's a divine design uh, in us and in creation. Those who do not seek domination over my creatures. So this is very good counsel in our personal relationships, both intimate personal relationships uh, partners or children or parents or siblings, um, neighbors, others. So um, 
excellent guidance. So we don't, we are not here to dominate over others, that we are also servants, and that, that comes also from being humble. Um, those who do not spend their nights persisting in disobedience toward me. So, you know, I've thought about this a lot because it's over the years, the nights, I mean, what does that mean? I mean, we know a lot of things can go on in the night that are not so halal. Or, uh, the night is a cover, so if, if one has not so good designs, we, people can often use the night as the time to, um, you know, perpetrate things that are not so great. Um, so, of course, what would the opposite be? The opposite would be uh, prayer, of course, not <coughs> testy. Um, <clears throat> going to bed with ablution. This is very helpful. So this is where, you know, these details come in to the path um, that, that are, but that are immensely helpful. So before we go to sleep, we make ablution. We might make a prayer. We might say three ikhlas, uh, which is said to contain the entire Quran, um, given to us with the Aisha, ikhlas and salat, salat nas, and, um, or anything. Oh, I'll give you something that Effendi gave me. And I've been meaning over the years, I've given so 19 times Bismillah Rahman Rahim before sleeping. So Bismillah Rahman Rahim, 19 times. So with that, inshallah, it's a, it's a protection uh, against disobedience. And when you wake, you know that if uh, we wake, we sabanaka, glory to you, Allah, thank you. Alhamdulillah, thank you for waking me up. Thank you that I'm still alive on this earth. Uh, and my breath and my faculties. Um, <clears throat> those who consecrate their days to constant remembrance of my divine names. So this is, of course, our tesbih. Our, our, uh, and, and this is, he's referring here to the continuous tesbih. So we begin on Dervish path with a, a fixed tesbi, and then after time, that tesbi permeates us, and, and then we find ourselves walking, that we're doing la 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 or Allah, or um, you know, another one of the divine names. And we're studying the divine names now, so that's another way of coming closer. Uh, we're so blessed to be studying the divine names, but the ones we're given on hand-taking are tremendous, the most powerful, the three, I would say that, the three divine names that can take you from here to uh, the throne and beyond. Those who are merciful toward the poor, all right, salat is more in the first part, zakat, salat, zakat, kindness, 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 alhamdulillah. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. So sometimes what prevents us from being kind to someone is not, um, you know, because we don't want to give something or it's a shame. Because, uh, I mean, I, I can see that myself. Sometimes if someone is in the street, New York City, all the cities are ample opportunities for kindness. For, um, and, you know, because... <coughs> Maybe you stop, you talk to that person. Maybe you ask their name. Maybe. Not always. And some don't want to be talked to. We've had those experiences, you know. 
uh, they don't even want your charity. <laughs> but uh, many do, and uh, one can offer a kind word or ask about them. So, um, yes, sadaka, zakat, those are all just the, you know, the formalizing of what is really the, the love that Allah sends through our being and that reaches out to another and is concerned about them. And so it doesn't have to be someone in the street. And we have a beautiful, and our community is such a great opportunity, again, for, uh, you know, for, for the holy way of life, for acting upon these things. And so maybe we call, maybe we're, we ask, we reach out, we're aware, we're sensitive to where someone else is at the moment and what they might need. Um, so those who are merciful toward the poor, the wayfarer, the widow, and every suffering person. And then Allah goes on to say, because this is Hadith Qudsi, um, <clears throat> the light of such persons, the light of such supplicants radiates like the sun. So we might not see it, but Allah sees it, and the angels see it, that light. I protect them with my power, and my angels are also their protectors. In the darkness, I give them light. When they are surrounded by ignorance of the world, I give them knowledge. Among my creatures, these supplicants shine forth as the highest paradise shines forth in eternity. Among my creatures, these supplicants shine forth as the highest paradise shines forth in eternity. MashaAllah. So this is Allah as the witness. And we have been reading in Quran that Allah is the witness uh, over everything we do. So actually to contemplate and become aware that we are never alone. And um, always being witnessed and seen and appreciated. Allah is shakur, Allah is the appreciative. We forget that sometimes. And again, not to exalt our actions, but to give them to Allah and to, uh, to trust that Allah is loving us and appreciating us. And that way we can actually appreciate ourselves. And this is part of what, you know, that valuation, we, we, to give value to ourself, to give value to all others, to give value to life, to give value to the time we have in life on this earth, which is short. <laughs> they always say that, you know, and it's short and yet it seems long, but um, it's just the time we need to uh, complete that journey and to transform, because this is what we're here. We're here to praise and through that praise, we transform our being into beings of light. So the light that is spoken of in that hadith is, you, know, you might say, it's, um, it's brought about. It's a transmutation of um, what is our earthly composition combined with the ruh, with the, with the divine soul and divine spirit. And 
something has to happen because otherwise it's, and this is why people are confused. It's, it seems like two opposite things. We don't know where to go, you know, go toward our earthly and desires, but it's always permeated by the soul. So this, um, it's a kind of amalgam that's brought about between soul and body, uh, heaven and earth, and eternal and, and, uh, and passing. And, um, and that's what we bring about. That's really what the Sufi path is about, to become these people of paradise on earth, to become people of light uh, on earth, uh, the people of, of, of the highest sunnah, of the highest light of love, um, while we're in human body. Because all the souls, all the spirits are naturally perfect and divine. The real challenge is to bring this earthly soul into that divine state and to let that be a vessel of, of light. And um, there's a, a very interesting phrase in Quran talking about people who've lost their way and that, you know, and are not practicing a holy way of life. And then when they come to the end of their earthly uh, journey, and it says they have lost their souls. Their spirits go straight back to God. Their ruh is always with God, always divine. It's, it's the soul. It's what Allah gave us to live with, to express with, to, um, you know, to, to know God with. This is what we have to bring back in the most beautiful way. So that's, it's a big challenge. It's huge. But we have each other. And we have all this beautiful teachings and human beings and examples and guides and friends. We have each other. Alhamdulillah. I was reminded of each other when during the prayer in the second part, you know, I do it's always that tendency when you said Allah like that I went down into it. and I feel this little tapping on my shoulder and I thought of course my first thought, oh my god, an angel was tapping <laughs> and it was Saskia Regina who's like Happy <laughs> 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 So it brought to mind, I said, this is what we do for each other. We remind each other. We're here for each other. We, this is why the prophet, peace be upon him, said, you know, it's like a strong, you, you, you make it strong like a wall. The prophets were a wall. Think of that, that they needed this community. They are a community, and so are we. And that makes us one. So we are really one and uh, manifesting in, in different bodies and lives, of course. So um, the highest essence, of course, is love. And this is where the Sufi communities are here to uh, preserve that love. Everyone has love. And the Christians, the Jews, the, the uh, indigenous, all the indigenous traditions. But in, somehow in Sufism, it's you know, it's, it's the prize, it's the gold, it's the essence, it's the, the, the fruit, the nectar, uh, the fragrance, and is love. So this is where you might say they're, they're specialists. So that's where they have to focus. Um, so, I'll, and, and this beautiful hadith that we know also from Christianity, and Allah, I mean, Christ said, he came, and he said, how will you know my, my followers after him? You will know them by the way they love each other. So this is all there, you know, and, and it's in the Torah, it's in all the revelations. But somehow, 
so it's not separate, but it's somehow this um, essence. So Sufism is really like this kind of essence of, of all the sacred paths. And that's why also it's so important today, uh, because it is uh, the same essence. And so it opens out humanity to be able to really sit at the same table, to love each other, to, uh, you know, to adore the, uh, our beloved together, and, and not be hindered by you know, separate practices or separate rituals or separate prayers. My love belongs to those who love. The beloved Muhammad, may Allah bestow peace upon him, once reported these words directly from the Most High. My love belongs to those who love each other in me. So that's very special. So, you know, because we can love, humanity naturally loves and we desire and love that's given, but to, to have that love, to enjoy that love as Allah's love, that's special. Yeah, that's special. And so that's a great gift too. So we taste, um, we taste the divine love in our love. We taste it, we feel it in our heart, and we taste it in relationships with others. And that makes us also much better lovers because we're not so dependent on the other. I mean, that's, uh, you know, <laughs> not, it's easily said and not easily experienced because we always want a return from them. Even Allah wants to return from us, you know. Uh, oh, humanity, where have you gone? Uh, why do you not turn to your loving Lord? You just read that in Quran. What are you doing? You've forgotten me. You're just busy about your own lives and tending the earth, and you've forgotten me. Not even taking care of the earth. Look, there's Allah crying. <laughs> My beloved belongs to those who love each other in me who experience intimacy in me, who shower each other with goodness for my sake, <clears throat> and who visit each other joyfully for my sake. MashaAllah. I mean, that says it all. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> for us. Um, there's a, a beautiful last, last hadith that um, I think I will read, because I, I feel it should be read on this day. Belongs so much to this Eid that I will read it. But so I do want to remind us that uh, even though we speak from the context of you know this sacred path of the called Islam, but um, but this is universal. We have to keep remembering that this is the universal religion that has been uh, given by Allah to humanity. It's always universal. So what we what we can the fruits of it. So it's the, the kindness, the love, the love to Allah, the praise of Allah. The uh, but second to that is uh, you know is is the love to each other, the love to our parents, revering our parents. Uh, that comes right after you know uh, honor honor me, honor your parents, honor the wombs uh, that bore you. Um, so. That's all we can say. Uh, but yes, so Sheikh Noor brought, and this is 
little <laughs> face, you end up this of shaking the world. I won't be allowed to kiss him. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> uh, I'll share something with you. When he, after he had passed, and we went to visit, I guess Sheila called us or something. <laughs> this is very intimate, but just when there was a state of intimacy. So Sheikhnor was lying on the bed of body, and there was um, Mother Alexandra, who was um, the wife of, who had been Sheikhnor's mentor in the Orthodox Church. A, a very good friend, a father, uh, a Shmeiman, I think his Shogun. name was, Alexander Shmeiman. Who? Maybe it was Shogis. No, okay. no, Shmeiman. Okay. And, and as long as Father Shemeiman, he completely adopted Noor, and that's when Noor was visiting uh, the, the church and, and attending um, you know, the Mass. And, uh, and then after Father Shemeiman passed, the, the, who was left in charge, or the, they couldn't understand this. They could not accept in their heart that Noor could be a lover of Jesus and a lover of Muhammad. Oh, he was so sad. Oh, it was so sad that he came to our house, brokenhearted. <laughs> he chose. He had to choose between, you know, being with them, this community of lovers of Jesus, and being with us, and being the shape. Well, he chose. Thank God, he chose. He had given him that that mission to be with us and to to manifest this way of universality. So, but. Um, it was heartbreaking for him. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway uh, uh, we'll keep it for later. <laughs> In the Garden of Paradise, the beloved Muhammad, may Allah bestow divine peace upon him, once expressed to the sublime companion, Ali, oh my gosh, Ali, 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 mashallah, magnificent Ali, these words, which were then transmitted through many faultless witnesses, to the present poor lover, Ibn al-Arabi. I mean, do you see the humbleness? Ibn al-Arabi was probably the greatest Gnostic of all time. I mean, uh, you know, not to say with Ali, I don't put him on that level, but. Um, to the present poor lover, Ibn al-Arabi, while seated with his mystic guide before the noble Kaaba in the Masjid al-Haram. So, of course, they transmitted the hadith orally, so this was all the great tradition of all transmission. And Ibn Abi received this from one of his hadith masters. So imagine him sitting <laughs> around the Kaaba, receiving this tremendous, tremendous gift, which we're now going to also receive. In the Garden of Paradise, Allah knows high, will communicate to the people of paradise. I am Allah the generous, the self-sufficient, the integral, the truthful. This is my abode, where I have now established you. There is paradise. This is my paradise, which I have now opened for you. And here is my own self which I now reveal to you. Here is my hand, which distributes the dew and the rain 
now open and extended over you. I will never draw it back from you. I now gaze at you, and my direct gaze will never turn away from you. Ask me what you wish and what you ardently desire, for I have made you intimate with my own self. I am your friend and your confidant. There will never again exist for you need or privation, tribulation or misery, neither weakness nor aging, neither anger nor constraint nor adversity. The delights of eternity now surround you. You are the ones who are secure, who are eternally abiding, the noble ones the ones who ceaselessly receive my generosity. You are the distinguished royal souls who obeyed me and followed my guidance. Ask of you, and I will satisfy you completely from my abundance. The chosen ones will then cry out, Our Lord, the delights of paradise are neither what we hope for nor desire. What we ardently long for is you alone, the timeless vision of your noble, blessed countenance and your good pleasure upon us eternally. So this is what we strive for in this world already. Whereupon the Supreme One, the All-Sublime, the Sultan of the Divine Kingdom, the All-Generous Giver, May he be glorified and exalted or respond to them. Here is my countenance, revealing itself to you forever. Therefore rejoice, for my own self is pleased with you. Rejoice, turn to your companions, O my chosen ones. Embrace them and celebrate together the mystical marriage. Turn to the other souls linked to you and share your joy. Go to your elevated spiritual stations and enter them joyfully. Go to your interior gardens and stroll there. Go to your heavenly mounts and ride them. Recline on your couches of rich brocade. Experience intimacy with your companions in the inner chambers. Go to the gifts that are destined to you from your Lord and gratefully receive them. Don your robes of paradise. Attend your spiritual gatherings and converse with each other in love and praise. Without entering sleep or losing consciousness, repose beneath deep shade in the most peaceful refuge, nearness to the all-majestic one. Visit the holy waters of paradise the upwelling spring of Kalpana, the fragrant, fragrant spring of Kapoor, where servants of Allah drink ecstatically, the spring of clarity, the resonant fountain of Tasneem, where souls of nearness drink, the healing springs of Salsabil and Zanjabil. Immerse yourselves in these waters and quench your spiritual thirst with them. This will be the bliss of union, the height of mystical return. Thereupon, 
recline on green cushions and rich carpets, placed on raised couches in expansive shade, where water gushes forth and fruits of wisdom abound, unrestricted and inexhaustible. The Messenger of Allah, may peace be upon him, concluded this account with the words from the glorious Quran. The companions of paradise will be absorbed in bliss on this day, they and their noble spouses resting upon divans in cool shade. There will be manifest for them fruits of wisdom and all they can desire, contained in the word from their most loving Lord, peace be upon you. Assalamu alaikum. Once again, the beloved Muhammad, may peace be upon him, chanted from the Book of Reality. The lovers in paradise experience this eternal day as permanent repose, the most beautiful spiritual station, peace. This hadith was imparted to me by the Shaykh, the Imam, the honored, the entrusted keeper of hadith. Abu Muhammad Yuhnus Ibn Yahya. We recited it mutually to each other several times, alternately speaking and listening in the precincts of the Haram al-Sharif facing the Kaaba in the month of Jumada and Akhirah in the year 599. Alhamdulillah. Blessings be upon them all. That's also a for um, for Imam Alavi and for the, the Sheikh of Hadith who transmitted it to him, but also his copyright for Sheikh Noor, for Sheikh Musa, for Ashki Aziza Jarahi, who brought this luminous tradition of love to the shores uh, and implanted, he planted the seeds of this uh, community and holy way of life into our beloved peer, Nurdin Jarahi, Mother Amina Tasnima of Jarahi. To Nablana Jalaluddin Rumi, Shamsi Tabrisi, to all who preceded us in, um, in, 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 in bringing this way and to enriching this way, each with their own soul and truth. To the secret heart of our peers of Fatiha.